Welcome back to the Suresh Podcast. In the last episode, we heard how Guru Hargobind with the wedding party came back to Amritsar, how the wedding party, all the families went back to their homes. We heard how Shah Jahan, the emperor, was traveling through and stopped at Jalandhar, where Abdul Khan's son, Wali Khan, cried out to the emperor for help. But the wise minister, the emperor, Vizir Khan, calmed down Shah Jahan, explaining Guru Hargobind's asking there in a very sophisticated political manner to avoid any more conflict. Chapter 9 now begins describing how after Guru Hargobind had his son's wedding, Suraj Mal's wedding performed, he took his sons out on a hunting expedition. They all mounted up on their horses with only a few troops with them. The four sons, Baba Gurditta, Suraj Mal, Anirai, and Teg Bahadur, all on horses. They left the exalted city of Amritsar and they then went towards the mountains. They hunted to their heart's content and when night came, they set up camp outside of the hunting grounds. They ate and drank their dinner there and then slept. The four sons of the Guru along with the men around them, they all woke up in the early morning and bathed. The region around the mountains was so beautiful, the Guru had a desire to view them. And when he first heard about that region, he heard that the son of the exalted Guru Nanak Dev Ji was residing there, Siddhi Chand, who was of such old age now. He was in such bliss from his contemplation on yoga. Guru Hargobind desired to see him, so they traveled up that region, having this desire in their heart. They said, everybody, quickly get ready and let's mount up. Hearing the command of the Guru, everybody got ready, quickly placing their saddles and fabrics on the horses. They ate in the morning and then mounted up. The four sons of the Guru looked glorious with the other warriors. First, they went to the marshy area of the mountains, hunting there in various ways. Then they went to where the son of the exalted Guru Nanak was. There Guru Hargobind arrived. He dismounted. He took his four sons with him. They viewed Baba Siddhichan, Guru Nanak's son, who was imbued with austerities. They all bowed down to the lotus-like feet of Siddhichan. Then they clasped their hands in front of Siddhichan, sitting down. The extremely old master of the yogis looked at them, and the son of the exalted Baba Siddhi Guru Nanak Dev Ji said at that point, O Purka, O man, how many sons do you have? At that point, Guru Hargobind said, There were five, and one has gone to the afterlife. You are looking at the remaining four. Siddhi Chand then said, Well, give one son to me. The rest you can keep with you. Listening to this, Guru Hargobind then immediately offered one son to Siddhi Chand, dressing him up in new fine clothes and weapons, and sat him close to Siddhi Chand. He bowed down to Siddhi Chand, who was overjoyed. He said, You have adorned such humility. That is why you are blessed. Your lineage has received everything. This means that Siddhi Chand did not receive the lineage of the Guru, but he continues, All that I have left at this point is my topi, my hat. I offer this to you with great praise. Your actions, your deeds are only able to be performed by you. In saying this, Siddhi Chand took off his topi, this hat usually worn by mystics or yogis, and he placed it on Baba Gurudadji's head. All the other kids of the Guru are understood as kids of the Guru, but now Gurditta has become Baba Gurditta. The whole world knows of this distinction. They specifically call him Baba Gurditta. When Baba Gurditta placed his topi of Baba Sirichand on his head, all these spiritual powers flowed into him, called Siddhiyan, or the eight Siddhis. The power to contract one's body, making oneself small is number one, number two, to make oneself large. Number three, to make oneself really heavy, dense. Number four, to make oneself light. 
Number five, to obtain anything they desire. Number six, to understand the thoughts of others. Number seven, to have a way to convince or direct people in thought or action. And number eight, to control everybody. So these are the Siddhiyan that the yogis strive for. He also obtained a known nid and the nine treasures. Baba Gurudatta stayed there for some days with Siddhishan, listening to his words and having conversations on many subjects. Eventually, he bowed down and mounted up on his horse, headed back, and he ended up the riverbank of Satraloj River. At that point, the eldest son of Guru Hargobind, Baba Gurudatta, thought, I should inhabit this area. I should construct my own city now. So he thought about this, and then he arrived in Amritsar, spending many days here. Guru Hargobind has so much love in his heart for Baba Gurudatta. He would look at him with such affection, looking at his body, but understanding the future and that nothing can erase fate. His son, Baba Gurudatta, desired to create a new city just like the Gurus previously did. So one day, Guru Hargobind called him close. He sat him close. And very humbly, Baba Gurudatta Ji arrived there, sitting there with such happiness. And at that point, the Guru said to him, you should now perform this task. Going towards the mountains, crossing Sataluj River. And at that point, at some distance from the mountains, there resides a saint named Buddhan Shah. He is absorbed in meditation, awaiting your arrival. He wants to meet with you there, at that spot. Hearing this, Guru Hargobind clasped his hands and said, What's he doing there? How should I meet him? What should I say to him? What will come from this meeting? Oh, ocean of compassion, tell me everything. Whatever happened, tell me. Hearing this, Guru Hargobind said, The exalted Guru Nanak Dev Ji arrived there at that area. Bhutan Shah lives there, and he would always keep goats with him there. He would only drink their milk and would continue on with his austerities with great love of the divine, singing the praises of the divine's virtues. Along with Bala and Mardana, the exalted Guru Nanak was there and was seen by Bhutan Shah, who understood Guru Nanak as a great saint and desired to serve him that goat's milk. He said to them, I've been sitting here, you guys have come and traveled for so long, therefore it's only right that I serve you. That's why I brought goat's milk for you. So please, O saint, enjoy this offering. The exalted Guru Nanak Dev Ji heard this and asked, You're performing all these austerities. Have you experienced any fruit of this? Have you obtained any peace in your mind from this or not? For which you are performing all these different techniques and practices, tell me. Buddha Shah heard this, these elevated words, and replied saying, What is your name? I desire to know this. Why? Mardana saw the expression on the Guru's face and said to Buddha Shah, The world knows him as the exalted Guru Nanak Deji. Those who he wishes to distribute his teachings to, he arrives there, the master of the world, Guru Nanak Deji. Buddha Shah heard the name and immediately went to grasp the feet of the Guru and said, Please make me Nihal, liberated, free from pain. I've heard the great praise of you. And for the longest time, I've desired to meet you. You've understood my desire. And that's why you've arrived here. So yes, it's true. The great austerities that I've performed now have come to fruition in our meeting. Now my liberation is surely obtained, receiving your divine sight. O treasure trove of compassion. Then Buddha Shah continued speaking these requests to Guru Nanak Dev Ji, to whom the Guru replied with such pure speech. Buddha Shah, forever attach yourself to the contemplation of the true name. Destroy this attachment one has with your body. Let it be released. 
understand this attachment, this relationship with one's mind and sense organs as just bondage, which brings great pain. Direct and have your mind reside within your heart, away from this connection with your sense organs. Like a turtle, retract it from the outside, bring it inward. Don't have it extend out along with the sense organs, forever grasping at pleasures and sensations of the world. Understand this as a form of liberation. Understand this secret, this distinction, and focus and practice this. Hearing these words from the true Guru, Buddhan Shah just became immersed. He just went into this deep meditation. While sitting there, six hours went by. And eventually, Pai Balas, he woke up Buddhan Shah, who then immediately went to grasp the Guru's feet and said, please keep me with you. Take me with you. With your great glory, my mind has become focused. Quickly, after hearing just one teaching, I've obtained everything. By listening to your Amrit Ambrosio-like speech, you have separated me from the poison of duality, destroying and separating me from the great pain. I do not want to be separated from you. At that point, the true Guru said, now everything is sorted for you. Sit here and immerse yourself in the true name. You will have such an extended life, a long life. You will live well past our lifetime. When we adorn our sixth form, at that point you will pass away. Hearing this, Buddha Shah was confused and asked, How with a great love would I know that is you? Guru Nanak replied to him to describe. He said, Just remain awaiting for me and I'll tell you. The sixth Guru's form will have a son named Gurditta. When they come to meet you, they'll be establishing a city in this area. Until that point, establish great contemplation. Focus your mind and separate yourself from this bondage of duality. In saying this, Guru Nanak Dev Ji left. And since that moment, Buddha and Shah remained seated there in that focused contemplation, remembering the Guru, awaiting. His heart has become greatly purified. Go meet him and set up a camp there to create your city. Just like how our elders established and created cities in the same way, create your large city there. Create it now while we are here and for some time, we will also reside there. And then your son will obtain the gaddi, the seat. And for a great deal of time, he will reside there as well with great affection for that area. For this reason, go there. It's a great time now to prepare this city. So Baba Gurdita heard all of this and was so happy and he quickly went to prep. He took a great amount of money from his father and then went down to bow down to the three mothers, the wives of Guru Hargobin, Mata Damodri, Mata Nanaki, and Mata Murvahi. Then he went to Darbar Sahib where he performed some prakarmas before clasping his hands and bowing down. He mounted up with weapons adorned. His wife Mata Nati was in a carriage with their toddler son Tirmal in her lap. She was playing affectionately with him with such joy. They spent three days there traveling before arriving there with some congregation and some sons, some six servants as well. The great warrior Baba Gurdatta set up their camp alongside the river with tents. They spent one or two days just enjoying the area. Then they began looking around for a good spot to set up their city. Baba Gurdatta went up to the mountain at that point where he saw Buddha He was remembering the words of the exalted Guru Nanak Dev Ji Buddha was thinking, the son of the Guru will come to drink goat's milk. I'm so old now. After that, I will renounce my body, having obtained the great divine sight of the Guru. I will be in bliss. 
So it was Baba Gurdatta there mounted up on a horse riding through the mountains and at that point he saw at some distance a forest, he saw a tiger herding some goats and at some distance to that Buddhanshah was there just still like he had adorned the very form of austerities. His body was old and weak at that point. But Baba Gurdatta Ji saw him and encouraged him and said, Oh, get up, saint. Please, give me something to drink. I'm the son of the Guru. Understand that I am thirsty. Hearing these words, Bundan Shah was overjoyed. He quickly got up, he clasped his hands together and grabbed at the stirrups of the horse where Baba Gurdatta Ji's feet were. He then had Baba Gurdatta Ji sit down on some fine grass. He brought the goat milk and served it to him while telling him the story of Guru Nanak Dev Ji. Baba Gurdatta heard this and said, I do desire to set up a city here. Where should I create it? Also, tell me about the future. You met the exalted Guru Nanak Dev Ji and have been performing such austerities for a long time. Bhutan Shah replied, Oh, the true Guru has told you everything already, but hear a little from me as well. Next to this mountain, you should set up the city. You should go live there, and the exalted Guru Hargobind will arrive here after killing many Turks in battle. The exalted Guru will leave their body here, and your son's praise will spread far and wide here as well. They will live in the city for a long time and spread Sikhi greatly. I remember the words of the exalted Guru Nanak Dev Ji, and I will obtain the divine sight of Guru Hargobind Sahib. With the great grace of the Guru, I have performed and earned this devotion, and in getting close to the Guru when I see them, I will worship their lotus-like feet. Bhutan Shah said this and then remained quiet. Baba Gurdatta heard this and then traveled back down the mountain and was looking for a beautiful spot. He called tradespeople, craftsmen, architects. At that point, he remembered the Gurus and distributed sweets before then setting the foundation of the city with his own hands. The many workers then began working intricately, creating beautiful residences. They brought people from all over to come live there as they understood now that this would become a great city of the Guru. Baba Gurdatta was the support there, giving everybody everything they needed, bringing people there and sustaining them. He would stay there as well, living in great happiness while taking care of everybody. At that point, his wife Nati became pregnant as well. She forever had such love for her husband the seventh great emperor was going to take birth. Nati's belly was expanding every day like the phase of the moon. This is how chapter 9 concludes. In the next chapter, we're going to hear more about Guru Hargobind's hunting expeditions. So that's where we'll pick up next time. But as always, I'd like to thank those who have been supporting the podcast through the Mangalacharan Patreon page. <laughs> शरण परेगा तेरेगा गाजगेज करा गया वे गुरु आज बिन साउंड मान पावे न आलो जावे सब